to my celestial design. My name is Annie Perry and I am your host. I'm a professional psychic, a seer, an interdimensional soul on a mission. A mission to help you remember where you came from, why you chose Earth, and how to access your divine light within. On this podcast, we explore stories of spiritual awakenings, psychic channeling, cosmic consciousness, and so much more. Let's go! Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another episode. This is a heavy week. It's a really heavy week. This past, I think, six days now, the entire world has just been under energetic pressure. Um, I want to put my heart out there for all of the people who are suffering, not just in Ukraine, but especially in Ukraine, people who are suffering in Russia, people who are afraid in Europe, who are experiencing fear, who can hear bombs from their homes, and the other people in the world who have been suffering in the shadows and in the silence outside of the limelight, some for many years, some recently, some that we will never know about. The suffering that we experience in this density is the most difficult that you will experience in your entire soul's journey from source to source. It's the most difficult one because you can't remember who you are, where you came from, what you're capable of. And because of these reasons, so many people see themselves as separate, as different, as from different countries instead of citizens of one planet, of one universe, of the oneness in this universe the only thing that truly exists. I've said this before and I'll say it again. I do not believe that the universe is dualistic. I believe that it is only pretending to be. And it's very, very difficult for us here to experience that duality, to experience the people who are not seeing eye to eye, who are not hearing us, who are not respecting us, who are not allowing us to feel safe on this planet. And it happens everywhere all over the place. But I think right now we are feeling it the most for the humans, the souls who are existing in that part of the world. Today I had the pleasure and the honor to be a part of a group of lightworkers who did a meditation to bring unconditional love to the energy lines, the grid lines as we call them, in that part of the world, not just to Ukraine, but also to the people of Russia. And it was really, really beautiful. We got to just pour down enormous amounts of unconditional love. I think there was about a thousand of us and probably many, many more souls who were doing energy work or astral travel in their dreams. And uh, we just poured out so much unconditional love. And there was this feeling during the meditation, my entire body was vibrating. I've never felt that amount of energy moving through me as I connected with these other souls to do this work. 
And there was this feeling of almost my body splitting down the middle and just my chakras coming forward as if I had no chemical body. I was just energy, just the chakras, and they were all siphoning energy from source to my heart chakra and from there into the grid lines to the people, to the souls, the ones who are suffering, the soldiers who either want to be there or don't want to be there. It didn't matter. It didn't matter to us who they were or what their intentions were. It was unconditional love for all. Unconditional love means no matter what. And it's very, very easy for us to forget that to point the finger and say, you, you're wrong, you're bad, you're the evil one, you are causing the suffering. And I think we all know one being on this planet that we would really like to point that finger at right now. But at the end of the day, as a being committed to oneness in this universe, committed to unconditional love, I have to look at that being and say, I unconditionally love you unconditionally. And it doesn't matter to me if you feel that way or if you don't feel that way or if you feel betrayed hearing that. Truly, that is my calling. Unconditional love, no matter what. The lights just flickered in here (laughs) as I'm recording and I said that. Doesn't matter. Unconditional love means no matter what. It means no matter what atrocity. Every single soul has spirit guides, has angels. No matter the horrible things that they're doing in this dimension or how lost and confused they are, how drawn away from their true nature, it doesn't matter because in the end, the end of their soul's journey, very near to the end actually, they will be drawn back to the light. You cannot progress any further as a soul without turning back to the light. And that's a big topic for a different day. But the other thing that I want to say right now is a message specific to lightworkers, to anyone who considers themselves a lightworker, an energy worker, an old soul, a star seed. This message comes from my own guides. And what they told me when this event was unfolding last week, and I felt all of the fear come up again. If you were a starseed on Orion, this is flashbacks. This is everything happening again. If you're a soul out there that is outraged, angry, fearful, very, very triggered by what's happening in the world right now, you are most likely a soul who survived Orion, who lived through Orion and what happened there as those planets were turned to the dark side. It's traumatizing. It leaves an imprint on your soul. And it's very, very triggering. And I myself was very triggered. And I went to my guides and I said, how do I move through this? How do I work through this? How do I get out of this energy of fear and of anger and this sense of injustice? And I said, what if this is Orion all over again? What if We all came here to this planet, millions of us from all over the galaxy, some from beyond this galaxy, some from other universes, and it was a lost cause, and this planet still goes to the dark side. What if that happens? And my spirit guides just looked at me, 
And they said, Then it will be an honor to stand there and open your heart and pour out that unconditional love, even when you know things might turn out not the way that you expect. It will be an honor to have given all of that unconditional love when you knew that there was no purpose, no point to it. It will be an honor to do that. And they said, you are not called. You are not chosen. You are not special. You are a volunteer. You volunteered to come here. You volunteered to do this work. And they said it with love, but it really hit me and reminded me, I did volunteer. I did sign up for this. I did know the risks. I did know the potential trauma. I did know that I might not wake up, that I might not remember myself, that I too might hurt other people unintentionally or intentionally, that I might become a wielder of low vibrations, of anger, of spite, of control. And every time I allow those vibrations back into my energetic body, I once again wield them. Just like those dark energies on this planet that I look at and say, how could you? And my spirit guide said, this is just this planet's shadow showing itself. But you do what you volunteered to do, what you said you would do. Now is the time. Now is what you were preparing for. Everything you went through in that dark night of the soul, that tunnel that wouldn't end, those endless nights on the ground, crying, curled up in a ball, feeling like everything was being ripped apart inside of you, the screams as all of the energy left your body, the tearing at your head as you felt like your mind was splitting, realizing you're not alone in this universe and you never have been, and things are not what they seem. Things are not what you were taught. In this dark night of the soul, all of the shadow work, all of the going into the depths within you has prepared you to be a pallbearer for this planet's ego death. All of it prepared you for this moment. And despite how you may feel in those triggers, in those low vibrations coming back and asking to be let in, you do know what to do. You do know how to choose the higher vibration. You do know how to transmute fear into love. You are equipped for this task that you volunteered to do. And I felt really humbled. And I hope that that resonates with a lot of starseeds and lightworkers and those who came here on a mission. We're here for a reason. We volunteered. It's time now more than ever to get to work, transmuting the energy on this planet, showing unconditional love, to the souls who are still confused, who are still 
prone to the low vibrations, who are still going through their own dark night of the soul, wherever you are on this planet, whatever you look like, whoever you might represent or associate with, whatever your political affiliation, whatever it is, you're a volunteer and you are here and you are ready. Before we get into the main topics of this episode, I want to just take a moment and give you a heartfelt ask that if you enjoy this podcast, if you have appreciated these episodes, it means the whole world to me, to anyone who goes on to Apple and leaves a review or who gives it five stars on Spotify and subscribes to it, of course, and that will give you a notification every time a new podcast comes out. I have a lot of new exciting things coming out in March. I have an incredibly full schedule. It's really, really exciting. Keep an eye out for the guided meditations that are going to be released soon. They have brought up all of my shadow as I have recorded them and worked through things like perfectionism and wondering if they're good enough. And that really inspired this episode today because I have recently gone through a big energetic up level that I feel very proud of. I feel very aligned, the most aligned that I have in my entire journey if you're new here, my journey with spirituality started just over two years ago, and I am a completely different person, and I am so proud and honored to serve you in this way of giving you energetic information. Always put on the table, take what you need, leave the rest for someone else. And if you feel like you know someone who might appreciate and enjoy this podcast, I highly recommend sending it to them. You never know whose life you could change. So this entire energetic up-level actually started with a divine download. And if you're a regular listener, you know that I usually start off every episode with a divine download. Um, they are just conversations, medicine, uh, wisdom from my spirit guides, and I try to talk to my spirit guides every single day. I think sometimes it's mostly me talking, <laughs> but I try to listen and to be a student of them every single day. And I write down in my journal a lot of that wisdom and I bring it here and share it with you. I'll also be sharing a lot more of these divine downloads in live channelings, which my spirit guides have challenged me to start recording and posting on my Instagram account, My Celestial Design. Uh, despite my own, you know, fears, hesitations, imposter syndrome, all of those things that I too work through on a daily basis. And so I'm just taking leaps of faith and really diving into my self-worth and really grounding into that. And that is where this energy up level started. So I was having a conversation with them and I was feeling very unclear about what I wanted, what I want this next phase of my life to look like. Many of you know that I left a full-time position at the beginning of February, and I kind of had a couple of weeks where I was just floating and just really trying to get my energy right and being very uncertain about what this next chapter looks like. And so I was writing down a manifestation list, and I really wasn't feeling it at all. I was just 
giving it the bare minimum, right? Asking for the bare minimum. And my spirit guides just sent the strongest message. And they literally just like rejected the entire list. They were like, no. They were like, you don't ask for enough. You don't ask for enough. And they weren't saying that to be nice. (laughs) They love me unconditionally, but they were definitely making a point. They were like, you do not ask for enough. And really the question was, why are you not asking for enough? Why are you not asking for more? Why do you not believe that you deserve more? Why do you not believe, truly believe in all of your energy, in your mind, your body, your soul, the deepest part of you? Why do you not believe that you live in an infinite universe that is ready to send you infinite resources, infinite desires? And I was like, well, because I thought it made me a better person if I ask for less. Like, doesn't that make me humble? Doesn't that make me, you know, more realistic? (laughs) I'm a psychic. I can't believe I even use the word realistic. (laughs) And they were like, no, it doesn't. All that it means is that there is something in you that is blocked, that is not allowing you to step fully into your power. And your challenge is to find that thing, to find that block, to go in there, to go to the next level. Because your energy is not there. That's why, you know, I can feel the energy. I can feel if something is coming to me, coming through me, if an idea is being born, or if I'm about to receive something. And I just felt like no energy was moving around me. And they showed me very clearly a visualization of this. They said, your energy is up here. Imagine a high horizontal line. And then they said, your manifestations and the things that you're asking for are way down here. Imagine a low horizontal line. And I was like, oh, and they're like, and so then your energy just oscillates and bounces in between these two things. One moment you're feeling really, really good and like everything is possible. And then you think about something that you want and you go back down to that line that lower energy of trying to stay small, of not wanting to rock the boat, of not wanting to be seen, be heard, be on a bigger stage, of fear, really, fear of all that I could be. And, you know, I kind of took it a little hard, (laughs) but I wrote everything down. I was like, you're right, you're right. I don't ask for enough. And I don't really know where exactly this is coming from because I thought that I worked through it. And surprise, if you're on a spiritual journey, you will find yourself working through the same thing over and over again until you hit what I call the sweet spot. The sweet spot means that that block is really, truly annihilated and gone forever. And so we came up on the 222-2022 portal I felt the energy very, very strong. That day, I took some flower essences, which is vibrational medicine, and I did a ton of yoga, and eventually I was just laying down on my mat, staring at the ceiling. And I asked my guides, what is blocking me from XYZ? You know, so I had kind of considered what they said about you don't ask for enough, and I had kind of thought about, well, what would be more, what would be you know, better or enough, I guess. 
And they showed me two things. They said, one, you have unblocked a lot of things. You have, uh, they definitely use the analogy of a computer program for the human mind a lot with me. It's just something that I understand. And they say that you have deleted a lot of your programming, but you never put anything in its place. That's why you don't have clarity about what you want. So this is just, this lack of clarity is just a lack of programming. There's nothing here. You deleted all of it, but you didn't come in with a desire to fill in the space, to fill in the programming of what you wanted. You just didn't want to carry that old programming anymore. You did half the work, you know, the hard half, of course, but you have to put something there. It's kind of like going out in your garden and tearing up all of the weeds, but then you just leave it. You're like, yeah, that's done. You don't plant anything there. You don't plant anything that's going to grow. So they showed me very clearly that my lack of clarity about what I want and about wanting the bigger thing is because I had not put any programming there. So I'm like, okay, I see that half of it. And then they said, the other half of this is because you don't have clear desires. Clear desires. So I said, what is blocking me? Say I put the programming there. What is blocking me? And they said, desire. And I realized that the desire was the piece of programming. That's what was missing. What do you desire? What do you desire to put here? No one is coming to tell you what to do. This is very important. This is an incredible truth that sank in and caused me to do all of this energy work, all of these practices that I'm going to share with you, was the unequivocal belief that no one is coming to tell me what to do. They're not coming. There isn't some mystical figure that's going to show up in a dream and tell me my magical life purpose and every step to get there. No one's coming to tell you what to do. You are a creator of your reality. Source saw fit to give you the ability to manipulate energy in any which way that you can, any which way that you desire. A lot of us think really negatively of that. I personally don't like the word manipulate. (laughs) I personally come from a religious background. It's been very, very hard to unprogram the belief that there isn't someone out there who has already predestined everything that has said, Annie's magical life purpose is this, and I'm going to put it somewhere secret where she can't find it, and she's going to struggle her entire life until she uncovers this rock and finds this little piece of paper with her life purpose on it. That is not happening. There is no one out there trying to dictate your future, trying to tell you what to do. That's why you hear silence. That's why you hear crickets. That's why you don't have clarity. You're listening for something that's not coming. Your task and your job is to become the creator. You did all of the healing work. You did all of the undoing. Now use all of that extra energy, use everything that you have learned to create. 
It is up to you to decide how something makes you feel and if you want that to become a desire. This word desire, very important. It's almost like pulling the trigger. It's the catalyst. It's the catalyst of energy. It's the slingshot. It's the pulling back of the arrow. It's desire. It's basically, they told me, it's what makes things go. And I said, well, I don't know what my desires are. You're telling me that I'm not asking for enough. You're showing me all of this empty space of programming where I could put desires, but I don't know what I want. And they were like, pay attention to how things make you feel. Because that energy is going to become the desire that is going to slingshot everything else that you want into your life. It is going to be a catalyst to open all of the energy for things to flow so that you are in a constant state of believing that you are completely supported by the universe and that everything is possible for you. So the first practice that I did, knowing all of that, was I sat down and I wrote out desires and how they make me feel. And this required me to be completely present, to be completely in my body, in the moment. And that's another truth I want to share with you. Something that has exponentially up-leveled my energy these past few weeks was a mantra that I came up with on that same day. And it was, I have everything I need in this present moment. And I would come back to the present moment. I wouldn't be out there in the future thinking about what do I want? What do I want to create? What's next for me? I'd come back here to this moment. And I would use mindfulness of really what is around me? What can I see? What can I touch? What is true in this moment? And how does that make me feel? And I realized that when I was so present and so in the moment that I would immediately open my heart space to a feeling of gratitude because I could look around me and I could see everything that does exist in my life. I could see what was already here, what was already present. And that gratitude opened up that heart space and it allowed me to connect deeper with what my desires are. If this thing right here makes me feel good in this moment, then I want more of that. A lot more of that. A lot. As much as you can send me. That is my desire. And I wrote out that list of desires, how they make me feel, and I was pretty specific. I'm a specific manifester. Some of you are non-specific. That's a human design thing. I was a specific list. This is what I desire. And I felt into it. And instead of just writing a flippant list and letting it go in my journal, I actually sat with the emotion and I sent that emotion out like an energetic wave around me. Because now I'm understanding and I'm seeing that I'm the creator of my own reality, that this is a gift from source that I am to use. 
And despite whatever your moral compass says, it's, I am to use it however I see fit, based on my desires. That's the whole point of the universe. Who would I be if I could be anything and the universe was born? And that entire concept and thought takes so much weight off of me, worrying that I have to, you know, be good or be humble or be anything else for anyone else. I can solely operate out of my desires. And I do have an incredible desire to serve. And so I put all of that energy into that desires list and I sent each one of those out with this just wave of energy. And I let it go. Completely let it go. Because I have the belief tethering me here to this present moment. In this present moment, I have everything I need. Whether this comes back to me, comes to fruition, I've sent the energy out with the emotion, with the desire as the catalyst for it. I have asked for things that are aligned with my energetic vibration, meaning I have asked for more. Probably my spirit guides would say, not quite enough yet, but I have asked for more, more than I would have dared to before I was understanding this. And after all of those desires went out, I did a few more things. I focused on feeling good moment to moment. This was an Abraham Hicks quote that I saw, and it's taken a very, very long time for Abraham Hicks stuff to resonate with me because I came from such negative programming that I would just roll my eyes at, you know, all of the positivity. But now that I had undone enough of that programming, I was now in a position, a situation to be able to put in this positive programming, right? I had all of that empty space, all of that free space to create whatever I wanted, to put whatever programming, whatever desires I wanted. And I saw this quote, and it is by Abraham Hicks, and it says, if feeling good matters most to you, then everything else will fall into place. And I read that quote when I was very confused about what do I want? What does the future hold? What is my next steps, etc., etc. And it felt very, very divine when it was placed in front of me. I knew that it was a message. And I had never allowed myself my entire life to feel good moment to moment. I had always allowed myself to feel good and then kind of gone back to um, pulling all of my energy to me and not really allowing myself to fully open up to things like joy and pleasure and love and appreciation and all of those beautiful things. You know, I talk about them a lot, but I have a very reserved energy. I think if you've ever met me, you might, that might resonate with you, that I have a very reserved energy. And I realize that's just old programming too. That if I enjoy myself, then something bad is going to happen. That if I enjoy myself, then I'm not empathizing with all of the suffering in the world. And the truth is, the energetic truth is that when you feel good, you are actually in a higher vibration and you are sending that vibration to everyone around you, everyone that you interact with, whether they are right next to you or whether they are across the world. Energy doesn't lie. It has no bounds. 
It has no borders. It has no restrictions. I can send energy across time, space, dimension, universes. It doesn't matter. There are no rules with energy. And so I said, okay, feeling good moment to moment. I can see how that is the higher line, right? Earlier, my spirit guide showed me those two horizontal lines. One was high vibrational, the other was low vibrational. I could see now how I was oscillating. And I made a point to check in with myself moment to moment, whenever I start dipping down into that low vibration of coming back to the present moment, back to that mantra, in this present moment, I have everything I need. And I can look around myself and see that, right? And I would focus on feeling good moment to moment. And if it was, you know, the tragedies that are happening in the world, I would empathize, of course. But instead of letting myself go into fear and negativity and spreading that energy around the world, which we do not need right now, I would go into my heart space, open it up, whether that's with gratitude or thinking about the people that I love or all of the things that I appreciate or all of you wonderful souls who take the time to listen to me. I'm so grateful for you. Just thinking about you opens my heart space and it allows me to get into that energy. And then I can share that with others. And so what became part of that process of being present, of feeling good moment to moment, was doing easeful, joyful things for myself every day. So this kind of comes hand in hand with some of the work that I'm doing on my sacral chakra. If you listen to the podcast episode, Sacral, (laughs) then you'll know there's a lot of work to be done. There's a lot of healing to be done with beings who identify as female, feminine, you know, whatever that may be. There is a lot of work to be done in that chakra And I have been trying and working so hard on it for so long, and yet I always would kind of bounce back and still not feel connected to it. And I realized that it was because I don't let myself do easeful, joyful, silly things that I just want to do for the hell of it. For the hell of it. There doesn't need to be a reason behind it. There doesn't need to be a justification of why I want to do this thing. I just knew that these things make me feel good moment to moment, so therefore, I am going to do them. And sometimes that was just taking a nap in the middle of the day. (laughs) You know, I know some of you would never dream of doing that, but I'm an energy worker and I get tired. And so, letting myself take a nap in the middle of the day and not judging myself for it. Not saying like, oh, I better get up and get back to work and start controlling everything around me again. I better start working hard if I want to get paid. That's old energy. That's masculine energy. That's the clenched fist that I'm always talking about. Instead, we are now in a place on this planet where vibration matters more than action. Vibration trumps action every single time. Because we are transitioning into a divine feminine density. The fourth density, it's divine feminine, means that it is based more on how you feel, which is energy, and less on what your actions are, 
which is secondary, right? So I allowed myself to just fully do easeful things, joyful things. I was coaxing that sacral chakra open. And that sacral chakra is that maiden energy. She wants joy and pleasure. And she wants to receive. And I knew that if I wanted to receive all of these desires and not have them just bounce off of me or come in a way that I just wasn't aligned with me or it wasn't the right time or, you know, whatever these things that happen that kind of block or mess up or ruin our manifestations, I wanted a clear open path to receive those desires. And so opening that sacral chakra is key. And I would do these things. I would go buy myself flowers. I really wanted flowers. I saw them on the internet. I'd go buy flowers. I would play with my affirmation cards. I would put on makeup in the middle of the day, even if I wasn't going to see anyone, because it made me feel good. And I knew that that vibration was more important. I can't tell you how I knew, but I just knew. And it went against all of the programming that we receive in this planet, in this time-space dimension. It went against all of that, but I stuck with it. So I did easeful, joyful things for myself each day, regardless if anyone knew about it, regardless if people thought it was silly or frivolous. I put that out of my mind. Doesn't matter to me what other people's opinions are. It matters how I feel. And my number one priority is feeling good moment to moment. And doing that really allowed that energy from the sacral to come up into the heart space and for me to start feeling more and more grateful. I would feel grateful for like the silliest things, for like my crystals and like the person who gave it to me. And I would just be so in the emotion of gratitude. I mean, it would bring tears to my eyes how grateful I was for things, am for things. And I felt like if this is some wild experiment that nothing comes from it, I have learned so much about what I am grateful for. The next step I did is very much in conjunction with all of these things. It was a morning and an evening meditation on opening up my sacral center. So asking myself, what makes me feel joyful? What gives me pleasure? I open myself up to receive from the universe. I open myself up to be in more ease, to be in more flow to follow how I feel, and then I would open up my heart center, and I would list all the things I'm so grateful for. I love, I am appreciative, I have admiration for. Even if it was just something so small, it didn't matter. It would open up that heart chakra, and I could feel the energy flowing there. And I knew that that energy, that constant state of being in the higher vibration was going to clear the path of resistance around my desires, opening up a very, very clear path for them to come to me. And the last step that I did of this energy up level actually has to do with my solar plexus. The solar plexus chakra is the center of our personal power. It is representative of the third density of consciousness, which happens to be the density that you and I live in. And this chakra is blocked, damaged, wounded, traumatized in almost every single human. 
And you can really feel the energy of people who have a very unblocked or a very healed solar plexus. They shine brightly and unapologetically. And I knew that when my spirit guide said, you don't ask for enough, that that had to do with my personal power. That I was not owning my personal power because I was afraid of it. I have been afraid of myself and what I'm capable of my entire life. I have been afraid in my deep subconscious mind, in my inner child, in my shadow, that I am capable of anything, literally anything. And that amount of power can be frightening. It can scare you, especially if you've had past lives where you have had all of that power and fully owned it. And maybe you did something devastating, or maybe you changed the whole world for the better. But it can shake you how much power is actually available to you. And I've known this for a long time. Even in my earliest journaling sessions, I knew that I was afraid of what I was capable of. And so I always held back. I always dimmed my light, especially to make friends I thought, if I let this light shine, if I am all that I can be, if I fully embodied everything that I am, I'm going to scare everyone away. Even though consciously I know that when someone else shines, it empowers others to do so. And my spirit guides were like, you say that, you preach that. Are you fully doing that? Are you fully in your power? Are you fully owning it? Or are you leaving some of it on the table because you're afraid that you could accomplish anything, that you could build anything, that you could create anything, that you could make waves on this planet? You're afraid of yourself, your power. And there's a lot of layers to that, too. A big part of it was lack of trust. What if I do something devastating? What if I do something awful or low vibrational with all this power? Not trusting myself, trusting my desires, truly believing that I'm creating with my energy and that I have my best interests and the best, highest vibrational interests of all those around me. Fully owning my power, I got into that solar plexus chakra and I said, let's light it up, bitch. Light it up. Light it up. Light it up, light it up, light it up. Turn it on. Let's go. This is my prana. This is my life force. This is a thousand suns within me. It is masculine energy and it's brighter than the sun. And it's so much more powerful. And it's fueled by source energy. And it has that ability to make you magnetic. It has the ability for you to step so fully into your power. You don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks. You don't care what anyone else is doing. You say, this is me, unapologetic. I'm going to shine for the rest of my life. I'm not going to be sorry for it. I'm going to make waves on this planet. I'm going to own every drop of myself. I'm going to do what I volunteered to do here. 
I'm going to change everything. I'm going to change my whole lineage. I'm going to change my whole family. I'm going to a higher vibration and everyone who wants to come with me can come with me because when I shine, I empower the people around me to shine, to light it up. I had to fully, fully trust myself to turn that light on, to get into that solar plexus say, this is my light. It's unapologetic. I'm going to let it shine. I'm going to be all that I can be. And I'm not going to apologize. I don't care if I trigger everyone, if everyone's shadow comes out around me. I've been them before. I have been them before. I have envied those people shining so brightly. And I needed those people to show me that it was okay to fully own all of my power. Every last drop and to let it shine. They gave me permission, and I want to give you that permission. The universe knows you don't need it. You don't need permission. Your spirit guides know you don't need permission, but if you feel like you do, here it is. This is your ticket to owning everything about yourself, saying every weird, unusual, quirky part of me is so lovable, is so loved by me, that if anyone withdraws their love for me, it's okay because I am so full inside, because I generate enough self-love, enough self-worth to fill myself up, to fill my cup back up and overflow and give to others and let them shine. And there's enough space for all of us. And there's enough clients for all of us. And there's enough ideas for all of us. There's enough businesses for all of us. There's enough money for all of us. I now accept fully and completely and absolutely with the core of my being that I live in an infinite universe with infinite resources. And there is enough for all of us to have all that we desire. And the moment that I flipped that switch on, everything changed. All of my desires started coming through quickly, one after the other, after the other. And more blessings and more unexpected gifts and unexpected people and unexpected experiences. Everything just started blooming and opening up and flowing. And I felt that energy flow. And I immediately felt like it doesn't matter if none of these desires come through. I have everything I need in this present moment. I am so full. I am so full. All I want to do is give to others. And my spirit guides were like, great, we're going to send you all of your desires. And we're going to send you all of these ideas of other ways that you can start serving. And I started conceptualizing guided meditations, other ways to connect with spirit guides, other offerings, other things that I just wanted to do for free. Do the community channeling every weekend. Do the live channeling every week. More ways to give, more ideas, because I live and I believe and I use my energy in an abundant universe. And after owning all of that, after lighting it up, it was so easy to say no to the low vibrational things, low vibrational people, low vibrational experiences, things that were out of alignment for me. It was so easy to see them now because I'm no longer oscillating up and down in between the vibrations, trying to be a good person and stay humble and small and, you know, also being a open chakra light worker. I wasn't oscillating anymore. 
I was in that higher vibration for extended periods of time, every day, every moment, open my eyes, close my eyes. What feels good to me? How do I stay in this vibration moment to moment? And it was so easy to see the things around me, the tests coming to me, things coming at me that were out of alignment. And it was so easy now that I had fully owned my power and my self-worth to say, no, absolutely not. Not in alignment. That conversation, not in alignment. Those words, not in alignment. Saying no to them energetically. That's a very, very powerful energy is saying no to things that are beneath your self-worth. And the last step that I did was really at the end of all of this, these practices, these realizations, these truths, owning all of that power is that I realized I have to own and nurture my self-worth and that power every single day. Every single day I get up and I step back into it. I don't know how long that will last, but for me right now, that's where I'm at. I get up every day, I step into it. This is me. This is my power. Unapologetic. This is who I am. This is what I'm creating and putting out there in the world. And it doesn't matter to me if no one sees it or if everyone sees it because it's in alignment for me. Every self-care practice from the yoga or just stretching to getting dressed for the day to what I eat is based on this self-worth, on how much I love myself because my heart chakra is wide open every day and that solar plexus is shining brightly every single day. And when I sit down to do that inner work, to do that journaling, to meditate on a trigger or to work through something, that's my guiding light. That's my guiding light. And I've been working through things so much faster, going from trigger back into compassion, into unconditional love much more quickly. It has significantly up-leveled my own energy I would say the energy of the people around me as well are having wins, they're having successes, they're having new ideas being born, they're feeling that inspiration because when I shine, I give others permission to shine as well. I encourage them to shine regardless if I am acknowledging it or if you are acknowledging your own light. It does, it gives that energetic, that subconscious permission for other people to say, I want that too. I want to shine my light like that too. For me, for years, I would write down, you know, in my manifestation or in my inner work, I would say things like, well, I really want that person's confidence. That's what really speaks to me is confidence, their confidence. And people would always tell me, oh, you seem so confident. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I understand I'm coming across that way, but I don't always feel that. I don't always own that. And I can feel it in my energy when I'm not owning that confidence. And I realize that confidence comes from owning that power. Confidence comes from not apologizing for that power. And if you're a woman on this planet, you have been programmed to not only surrender and give up and hand over that power, but you've been programmed to be afraid of it, to think that it makes you a bad person, to think that it makes you you know, better than other people, not humble enough, etc., etc., whatever excuse they've got. 
simply not true. All of us shine in different ways. All of us are here to bring something completely unique to the world. All of us are here to be our own unique light. And when you start to fully own that, to fully believe that, to put that belief as a piece of programming in your subconscious mind, to plant that seed and let it grow, it's going to change your entire life. It is going to slingshot you into that up level. It is going to take you from oscillating into high vibrational moods, elevated feelings, feeling good, spreading that higher vibration to everyone around you, healing this planet. You're going to make higher vibrational choices. You're going to have higher vibrational objects, people's situations, relationships in your life. Energy doesn't lie. In this up level, I've had so many amazing things come through and felt the change so significantly that I knew I had to sit down and share it. It's like, I have to share this with everyone, with anyone who will listen. I wrote everything down. I'm reading straight out of my journal. Everything down. I was like, I'm not going to hold back because this could change people's lives. And that's what I'm here to do. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. I love it. I appreciate it. I feel it in all of my energy centers. Moving, flowing, operating from that higher vibration. It's transformational. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that this was helpful to you. I know so many of you out there are going to take this information and you're going to have your own insane energetic up level. The entire planet is supporting this energy right now. All of your spirit guides, spirit animals are supporting this energy. I would encourage you to share this episode with a friend who might be struggling, that might be in a rock bottom, a rut, trying to figure out how to get out of it. And when you and them go through your own up level, I would love to hear about it. You can write me on Instagram or you can write me on my website, mycelestialdesign.live. I would love to hear your story. Thank you so much for listening, beautiful souls, and I will see you on the next one. Bye.